When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Most make predictions and then never admit they're wrong. Yeah, that's not Mackie and Judd. This is the place where we just totally own our horrible predictions. Write this down. And eat them for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Write that down. It's Write That Down. Write it down. You like writing things down. With Mackie and Judd. Uh, welcome in Purple Daily, Daily Vikings Entertainment. Just want the Vikings to win a dang Super Bowl before we die. And every single Wednesday... This is our comeuppance. If you're ever wondering, when do those clowns ever admit when they're wrong? Well, we're the only show in America that actually takes it a step further and puts statistics next to our predictions all year long. Three Vikings or football-related predictions. They must be quantifiable. We keep track of completion percentage and touchdowns. And listeners, if you want to participate like our guy Matt is about to, you can send us a message through the Score North app. The show is presented by our friends at TCL uh, and also Surly Brewing Company, our friends at Surly, keeping us hydrated throughout the football season. Uh, over at TCL, no matter what you watch, maybe a playoff game this weekend or two, TCL has award-winning TVs for any budget, any space, all with stunning picture quality. And TCL makes more than just TVs. They offer mobile products, audio devices, home appliances. TCL brings you joy and simplicity through innovative technology. Learn more at TCL.com. A very fitting write-that-down season here, boys, because the Vikings have played 11 one-score games, and the three of us here, the listeners have been struggling a little bit in the completion percentage category, but the touchdown battle and the completion percentage battle is like a close fourth-quarter Vikings game. Back and forth every single week. Love that. Absolutely. Because so, okay, so going into into today, I was... How because De- Dex, I think, was on my heels, you were on Dex's heels, and I was up by like a tenth of a point or something. It, yeah. It's ridiculously close. Yep. So, we're gonna just a warning for people here <laughs> with the NFL season and the Vikings season coming to an end, the regular season, we have tons of predictions coming yeah. off the board here, and so oh, man. we may not read all of these because it'll just it'll literally take like forever. So if, if we're going to give you kind of a summation, and we'll read as many as we can, but uh, you can come to the YouTube channel to see. All, we'll put them all on the board here on the YouTube channel, the ones that, that came off incorrect, incorrect. But um, we literally we have pages for the listeners, for instance, of predictions that have come off the board. So let's get to the accountability session. We'll, we'll work through this together, all right? Write this down. And we'll start with Judd as we usually do. We'll start with the bad. Oh, my God. Here we go. Oh, my God. The horror. No. All 
All right. I'm not going to oh. buzz all these because you guys will punch me. Yeah. But uh, I'll buzz a few of them. I'll read them all here. Uh, the, you said the Packers would beat the Lions and clinch a playoff spot. Cousins would sit out the regular season finale in Chicago. The Lions will fire Dan Campbell before next season. I'm taking that off the board right now. I'm fine with that, yeah. OB, if, if he does something uh, yeah. to get himself fired, then we'll we'll Don't revisit. apologize. I agree with you. Okay. OBJ will sign with the Vikings this season. Kellen Mond will take at least five snaps in the regular season. He couldn't even get five snaps with, was it Cleveland? I think it was, ended up with Cleveland. Tyreek Hill will make comments about his usage with the Dolphins, like negative comments about his usage with the Dolphins this season. He was awesome. He had no reason to. No. Packers leading receiver will finish third or higher in catches in the NFC North. It was Alan Lazard, I believe, and he did not. Uh, Kyle Rudolph will announce his retirement in 2022. Dude scored a touchdown in week 18. Kenny Pickett will score ten or will have ten or more interceptions this season. He had nine. Mm. Dalvin Cook will establish a career high in touchdown receptions. He tied his career high, but you said establish a career high. Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. No, no, that's a good, that's a legit beat. Because I did say, yeah. Daniel Hunter will record his first NFL interception in 2022. The Vikings will finish top five in score. He went into coverage a few times. Vikings will finish top five in scoring offense, and J.J. would have 10 or more rushing attempts in 2022, none of which happened. Oof. That's a lot of red. But you know what? Today is a day of comeuppance. And acknowledgement of greatness. Or is it? Here are the green. Here's the ones that came off the board on the right side for Judd. Cousins will start against the Bears but will not finish. You You kind of hedged your Cousins prediction there from week to week. Excellent. The Lions offensive coordinator, Ben Johnson, will get an interview for an NFL head coaching job. The Colts are interviewing him. Sauce Gardner will have more picks than Derek Stingley Jr. I don't even remember that one. Zach Wilson will miss at least eight games this season. So he only played in nine. They had 17 games, so that means he didn't play in eight games. Nice. The Browns will win seven games or fewer. The Jags will finish above 500 in 2022. I think you had that a little later. Um, the Jags will be in the playoffs. This is this could be a touchdown. You said before 2021 when they hired Urban Meyer that the Jags would be in the playoffs oh by either God. 2021 or 22. Uh, that's backing into a You give them a two-year window in a league of a lot of parity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's a touchdown. I'm fine, I'm fine with that. Okay. Not being a touchdown. This is a touchdown. You say Chris Reed, who had never played at center in the NFL in his career, would start at least a game at center for the Vikings, and he did. So a nice recovery there, Judd. Oh, my God. All right, Macadac. We'll start with the bad. I said the Vikings defense will hold the Bears to single digits, force three turnovers or more, and Patrick Jones would get two. There was a time where this looked really good, where the Bears had single digits, Mm-hmm. They had it. They had one pick, and Patrick Jones had an early sack, and I was was feeling the momentum, and then it didn't happen. Said so Jalen Naylor will have a forty yard play against the Bears. He had a twenty six yard play, not a not a forty. Uh, Vikings would host the Packers in a playoff game. That came closer to reality than than maybe it should have. By the end of the season, at least seven qualified quarterbacks will finish with a 100 passer rating or better. Six. Oh. 
and one it was like 99.3. Oh, man. <laughs> Mike McCarthy will be out as Cowboys coach by January 1st. Justin Fields would finish 20th or worse in QBR. He was 17th. Trevor Lawrence would be a top 15 QBR quarterback, which he was, and have more passing yards than Cousins. He fell 200 yards short of Cousins. And in 2022, Cousins will have a career high in QBR. I think it was actually a career low in QBR for Cousins. But we go to the positive here. I said Cliff Kingsbury would be out as Cardinals coach by the Super Bowl. We kind of saw that coming. Not a, not quite a touchdown. Viking, I said that way early, but it was it was kind of headed that way. Uh, Vikings will finish at least four and two in the NFC Northern Division. Cousins would have Cousins was one of the worst quarterbacks in the league when pressured last season. He had like four yards per attempt. So I said he'd have at least six yards per attempt when pressured this season. He had seven and a half yards per attempt. Room to spare. Boom. And then uh, these were classified as touchdowns when we uh, mark these predictions down. Garrett Bradbury will finish the season. This is a pre. These are preseason predictions. Garrett Bradbury would finish the season in PFF's top ten highest graded centers. Or this was after like week two, I want to say, that he would sustain his performance. Uh, Christian Derrissaw will be among the top twelve graded tackles via PFF in the regular season. You could fight me on that last one. We said it was a touchdown in the moment. Um, I don't know. I mean, that top a top 12 graded tackle would mean he's likely one of the six yeah. best left tackles in the NFL. Yeah, I think that's a, a preseason prediction. Yeah, preseason. Okay. Yes, it's a, it's a touchdown. Okay. Judd? It's very close, but yeah, it's a touchdown. Yeah. He was good last year, but he wasn't. Yep. So well, if you guys want to fight it, you can fight it then. Okay, this is where we're not going to read all of them because we literally have. I'm going to see this first page, second yep. page. We have three pages of darkness for the listeners. So if you want to see if, if one of yours came off the board, and we still have some, like, mystery Phil and Judd predictions. Let's get to those next week, Dex. If you have notes on, like, mystery Phil and Judd predictions, okay. uh, let's just let's find those for next week because we, we, we literally have, like, 40 things coming <laughs> off the board here. So I'll, I'll pick a few out just for fun. Um, Nick said that Kirk would break Culpepper's passing record this season. He came up a couple hundred yards short. It was like 400, three or 400 yards short of Culpepper's 4,700 yards back in whatever year that was. Um, Jordan said Adam Thiem would lead the Vikings in receiving touchdowns this year. Cody said the Vikings running back room would surpass 2,700 yards and three running backs would surpass 500 all-purpose yards. Mm. Yeah, they didn't. The third running back never really was a thing for the Vikings this year. Um, Andre said Kellen Mond would get his first NFL start in 2022. Andre. Eric Kendricks from Garrett. Eric Kendricks will be a top 15 linebacker per PFF. He was bottom half of the league. Um, so that's incorrect. Let's see here. Justin Jefferson will break the receiving yardage record. He broke the Vikings record, but not the overall record. God, this is just a bloodbath, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is rough. Let's go um, to the green. Let's let's find the green for that. Okay. Okay. There we Here's go. some touchdowns for the listeners. Nice. 
Ryan said Jefferson will have the most receiving yards in the NFL in 2022. Our guy Surly Dave said the Dave. Packers would miss the playoffs in 2022. I think that was a preseason prediction. Yeah, I think it was preseason. It was very or yes, I think it was pre-season. super early. Yeah. Yep. 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 Hunter said the NFC North standings will finish exactly like this in 2022, and this was a I believe a preseason prediction: Vikings, Lions, Packers, Bears. Yeah. Wow. That's that's actually really that's really good. Putting Detroit that is back a. In. Bonker, that's a that's a hail mary from like your own thirty yard line right there to nail the exact order with the Packers being third, amazing. Our guy Tyler Fornes said by the end of the season the Vikings offense and defense will be at least ten spots apart in in total yardage ranking. That is correct. Actually, you know what? Total yardage ranking. That's actually incorrect. I went off points there when I when I graded this one. Uh, we'll double check this, but I, I think that's actually incorrect. No, because I think their offense was top ten, so they were like eighth, and their t- little total defense. Scoring. Their scoring offense was top ten. Yeah, so was their so was their yards. Uh, yes, it was what? top ten what? offense, top ten yards, what? top ten points. What? Eighth and ninth, what? I believe, it was the first time since '09 that's happened. Okay. Okay. Well, we'll keep it on the board here for old Tyler. Kirk Cousins will finish top three all-time in yards for the Vikings franchise among quarterbacks. He was second. Sebastian said Kansas, Kansas State, Oklahoma will all play in bowl games. They did. And Pierce said Jefferson will lead the NFL in one of these categories. Receptions, receiving yards, or touchdowns. I believe he led in two of those categories. So Nice work by the listeners here. Uh, Declan, just a few things came off the board for you. You said incorrectly. We'll start with these ones. Nick Mullins. Accounts for at least two touchdowns uh, in that game. He accounted for zero. You had an NFL seeding, an NFC seeding parlay that ah. had the Packers at seven. They were not. AFC West will fire at least two coaches during the season. Only one. W- uh, Wangu will finish with more yards than Madison in 2022. And uh, oof, Zach Wilson will post the best QBR among these second-year quarterbacks. Trevor Lawrence, <laughs> Justin Fields, Davis Mills. And Trey Lance, but you did get the undercorrect on the Vikings Bears game. Woo! And Vikings so, Vikings seventh in in total offensive yards, thirty first in defense. Woo! Wow! So yards oh. per it's funny because yards per play they're like fifteenth or something. They must have just run more plays than other teams cumulative to get to the yeah. cumulative yards, I guess. So, so congrats to Tyler on that one, um, Judd. You're now. Fairly commanding, but not it's 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 not super safe. But you have a two percent lead here, thirty six point nine percent completions. I got through so, the week though. Like I I got through this. This, this yep. is the gauntlet, right, boys? This is, is. Uh, this is where you get really really in trouble. Yep. And Dex oh. and I are tied exactly at thirty four point eight percent completions. I now have eighteen touchdowns to Declan's fourteen. Judd and, and listeners at ten. Listeners at twenty one point nine percent on their completion percentage. So, woof, that's the aggressive, long accountability session because the season just wrapped up here. So let's get our guy Matt in here. He's probably been taking a nap for the last 10 minutes waiting to jump in. Matt, what's going on, man? When did you first become a Vikings fan? Uh, I first started uh, following them in 2010 with my father-in-law when I moved up to New England. Um, He unfortunately passed away in 2016, too young. And I 
kind of became a diehard fan from then and just carried on that Vikings torch for him. Awesome, man. Well, welcome to the show. Welcome to the Dead Parents Club that is uh, <laughs> Mackie, Judd, and Declan as well. And uh, we're ready to fire up some predictions here, starting with you. So we'll just go around. We're going to go one at a time, three trips around the room, and we'll start with you. What is your first Vikings or football-related prediction? Okay, so this point in the game, checkdowns aren't really going to help, so we're just going to go deep and see if we can try to get back into at least the touchdown competition here for the listeners. So my first prediction is the Vikings will not trail at any point in the game against the Giants and will win by at least 10 points. Wow. You're coming all, out slinging, baby. I, I had like a similar that. one, but I like it. Write this down. A blowout, a decisive victory in the face of national criticism. Love I it. I think O'Connell's really going to turn it up this week and bring some creativity that we've been missing the last few weeks. Yeah. Love it, man. All right, Judd. All right. The Vikings will beat the Giants and cover the spread. So we, we can wait till game day for the spread. We can pick it right now. But the Vikings will win the game and cover the spread. So right now it's yeah. three. Do you, do you want to lock it in at three? Sure. Okay. Yes. Okay. Like it was just a big point of contention at one point with me. I had a spread from a couple of days before that. Well, yeah. I got yelled at on the show. I got chastised like I was a child. I now, you, you I now that. just want to avoid. I want to avoid the criticism and the haters that so often sports dads subjected to. The criticism and the haters. Yes. The Judd haters out there. All right, Declan. All right. Um, Matt almost sniped my prediction, but I'm, I'm going to save it for right now. And I'll say this one instead. Write this down. The Vikings will pull off a successful trick play for a first down or a touchdown against the Giants. And a trick play being a special teams play, fake punt, you know, some type of thing, field goal, whatever they want to do. So a special teams play, a non-quarterback pass, a flea flicker, wildcat formation. This is a little subjective, but I wrote down those four things as a trick play. Okay. We can kind of play it out as as we watch. But yeah, if something if I you want to bring if something else happens and you want to bring it to the yeah. table and say, I thought that was a trick play, then we can if they run the Statue of Liberty or something. Right. You know, we can the Chiefs, that random circle that they did, which was awesome. Ring around the rosy. I was off. Loved yeah. it. Is uh is a hook and ladder a trick play? Like that Lions play that kind of Help clinch the game. I think that was a designed play. Like I, you know, like when well, the trick plays are designed. Trick plays are designed. No, yeah. no, but like, but people have done a lateral before, like you know, when they're doing the the last play of the game, or like, I don't think the Randy Moss to Mo Williams play. I know they were practicing it, but I don't know if they designed that. But that's a trick play. We'll get, to it. We'll, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. We will subject it and we will get to it. I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. I know where your heart is right now, and it's in a good place. See, I'm not a hater. <laughs> okay, write this down. TJ Hawkinson will score two touchdowns or more in this game. <gasps> oh, Mac and Jack, you're going to like The Hawk is going to come in hot. Yep. This Max. is going to be – and he had, a, he had a big receptions game against the Giants yep. last time, but he's going he's gonna to punch a, at least a couple in in this two. game. At least, okay. at least two. I want to be clear about that. But he doesn't have to catch. But just to be clear, he doesn't have to catch him. So, like, if it's some again trick play, it's just two touchdowns. Any way he wants to score. Him. Okay. Yep. All right. If he okay. if, if if he wants to return a punt, I don't care. As long as okay. T.J. Hawkinson scores two, right. it counts. Okay, Matt, back to you. All right. So I think this is going to be the year that Jefferson lets everybody have no doubt that he's the best receiver 
possibly player in the league. I think this postseason, Jefferson will have at least three receiving touchdowns, at least one rushing touchdown, and at least one passing touchdown in this postseason. Wow. Wow. Dude, that's awesome. These are big swings, man. Matt is not here to mess around with the completion percentage. He is here yeah. to throw go routes down the football field. Write this down. And we are here for it. I love that. Judd? Okay. McAdack thinks TJ Hawkinson will have two touchdowns. But I'm going to tell you this right now. Irv Smith will catch a, t- a touchdown pass on Sunday. Irv Smith. The Vikings wow. are going to find ways to incorporate him. The Giants didn't see him. I'm telling you, with two tight ends that can actually catch passes, um, I think the Giants are going to pay a ton of attention to the Hawk and obviously to, to JJ. It's going to open up some opportunities. I see a deep red. That's off the record. Deep red touchdown pass to Irv Smith. <laughs> oh, that's off the record though. So the location of the touchdown. The location is, off the is it, it, but I'm just telling you right now. It, I'm doing some work up here, thinking about this game a lot. Irv Smith. Write that down. Okay, maybe I should have included him on my uh, on my obscure players that may score a touchdown on the Mackey and Judd write that down. I totally forgot about Irv Smith, but you might be right here. Okay, Dex. All right, my second prediction. I'll go with uh, I'll go with this one, kind of similar to Matt's. Uh, the Vikings will not be trailing or tied at any point in the fourth quarter against the Giants. They will not be. Tra- so they'll be leading the entire. Once the fourth quarter hits, they will be leading. The entire game. There will be no ties. There will be no trailing at any point. They will be in control in the driver's seat with the lead from the fourth quarter on. Write it down. Okay. Okay. Write that down. Write it down. All right. Everyone around the country, and we we gave you a second episode of Purple Daily today in <laughs> which we just play clips of national and New York media disrespecting the Minnesota Vikings. And you should go and consume that if you'd like to. But the the... The upset pick around the country is, oh, the Giants are going to beat the Vikings, right? Yep. Old Macadac is here to give you the other upset pick, right? It's hard to beat a team three times in one season. It's hard to beat a Super Bowl-winning coach three times in one season. Everyone is blasting the 49ers off into the NFC Championship game. They've won 10 straight. There's no stopping Brock Purdy and the San Francisco 49ers until this weekend when they run into the underdog that won't quit. The Seattle Seahawks will beat the San Francisco 49ers on wildcard weekend. Write it down. I almost made this. That's too. my upset special. The 12th man. Write this down. A.K.A. Phil Mackey. <laughs> Lives in Seattle. Let's go through. You know what? It's always been mysterious why you moved. You said it was for a life experience. Uh-uh-uh. It's because I'm, di- I'm a diehard uh-uh. Geno Smith fan. I knew he was coming. You love Largent. You love Zorn. You love Dave Craig. Yeah. You're a Seahawk. So the Seahawks are going to shock the world and beat yeah. the 49ers Here this we weekend. Go. Write it down. Write this down. It's going to be epic. All right, back over to Matt. All right, for the last one, we're going to go on the defense. And I think with the Vikings leading with my earlier prediction, Daniel Jones will throw at least two picks in this game, and at least one of those will be returned for a pick six. Wow. Dude, wow, I just, dude. I love what Matt. you've done. Matt's game flow here is amazing here. I love yep. I love what he's doing with the, with the players. Yep. Uh, Matt, great work here. Since you've got this life-changing platform right now on Purple Daily, is there anyone in your life you'd like to thank? 
Hey, I'd like to thank you guys for all the content you put out. I uh, found you this season, and it's been awesome to have a realistic Viking show to listen to. Um, and also, I'd like to thank my wife. Uh, we watch all the Vikings games. I have three little boys. She does a great job making sure we got uh, you know, game food, ready to go, just an experience for the family every every time the Vikings play, unless they cut us off TV because we're losing too much. Yeah. What's your What's your go-to <laughs> game food? Yeah, uh, well, kids were big on uh, mozzarella sticks and pizza roll-ups, so those oh. are probably the two staples there. So. I'm all in. <laughs> oh, who doesn't? Who doesn't? Your house play? next game. I'll take the big. I'll fly out there and show up at your doorstep. <laughs> Sounds good. Awesome. All right, great stuff, Matt. Appreciate you coming on, man. Good luck with your predictions and enjoy the playoff game this weekend. Right, thank you. Great stuff there. Before we uh, forge ahead with our three final predictions, let's shout out a new partner of ours here for this playoff run. Popped Corn has some of the best snacks you're going to find. And I think, Declan, do you, do you have that oh, tin some, with you right I now? I have some props. I'm going to go full screen here. Executive move. Oh, look at, look at this. Like, if you're a Purple Cow fan of the Minnesota State Mavericks oh. here, look at this wow. guy, huh? Wow. You, can do, you can rock the other. You're an Adam Thielen fan? You can enjoy your nice popcorn here in this nice Minnesota State Mankato MSU Purple Maverick uh, little tin. And I got some flavors I want to show off, boys. So this is uh, popcorn, the best thing. And they have, you know, your traditional popcorn, Chicago style, Vegas style, you know, cheddar. But how about this? How about sour cream and chives, baby? How about a oh, sour yeah. cream and chives popcorn? Ooh. And I'll one-up you here. Another trick play. Yeah. Trick play here Good. from the popcorn. This is actually, honestly, a heavy bag of popcorn because it's cinnamon bun. It is cinnamon oh. bun popcorn. This thing, These things are delicious. I love all the unique flavors of popcorn. You can go to popcorn.com to order this great Minnesota State Mavericks tin or the Vikings tin or the thousands, basically, of flavors they have at their disposal. Go to popcorn.com, and when you check out in the enclosed message, uh, mention you heard this ad on Purple Daily. It helps out them. It helps us out, us too at Score North. Go check out Popped Corn. Love it. Also, uh, there's a project if you're if you're a, a, a Purple fan that lives up 35W somewhere, and it's a, especially like last week, there was blizzard conditions, whiteout conditions for like three or four days. It's kind of a pain in the butt going up and down 35W. Um, the Northern Lights Express is a proposed passenger train between the Twin Cities and Duluth, even going down to the airport as well. Four trips a day, round trip, stops in Coon Rapids, Cambridge, Hinkley, Superior, Wisconsin, and this thing is shovel-ready. They just need to secure a funding commitment from the Minnesota legislature. If you want to find out more about how this project can help people traveling up and down 35W, sports fans as well, you can go to northernlightsexpress.org. That's northernlightsexpress.org. And stay tuned after this episode for uh, a longer conversation about this project. Okay. Write this down. Back to Judd, your third and final write that down prediction. All right. The Chicago Bears are already open for business on their first overall draft pick. And they're saying, you know what? We're not looking to move that pick. What are you talking about? Which means, of course, they are going to move that pick. Uh, I think Justin Fields is their guy. It puts the Bears in the catbird seat of potential trades. So write this down. The Chicago Bears will trade the first overall pick in the draft. Dude, they are I, going to trade that this. pick. This is such a fun. If you're in Chicago right now, how split are those fans? I'm sure there's probably a lot of fans that, that love Justin Fields, but part of this is if you feel like there's a quarterback as good or better than Justin Fields and you can reset the rookie-scale contract clock and yeah. get capital for a Justin Fields trade, mm-hmm. or if you feel like, you know, we've put in two years with Justin Fields, 
But the dudes that are running the show did not draft Justin Fields, right? Right. So, but did they see enough? Like you, you could make a case that they saw enough to say he's really pretty good. But how good? Like if he's not Patrick Mahomes good, would you not rather just go go get one of these other amazing quarterbacks and start the clock over again? Yeah. Five year rookie skill contract. I would, but but to your point, you put in work on Fields. Do you think that? Do you think that there's a guy that could step in who's going to be ultimately superior? Like that's the question. I don't know. I'm just saying that's the question. Yeah. But anyway, it's a great talker. It's going to be great fun. And I think ultimately the Bears are going to get a bleeping haul for that pick, so they will trade it. They're in a they're in a really good spot, and they uh, they're probably if they if they nail some free agent signings too, they're they're going to get really good really quick if the quarterback is is right. Yep. So all right, Dex, what's your third and final prediction? Write this all right. down. Third and final prediction from me. Write this down. Kirk Cousins sets a career high in passer rate, playoff passer rating against the Giants. Playoff passer rating. His previous high is 96.4. That is his previous high. Like in one playoff season? That's what you're saying? uh, Playoff game. Playoff game. game. Oh, in a playoff game. Playoff game. Kirk Cousins sets a career high in passer rating against the Giants in a playoff game. So his previous high was 96.4 against the Saints, obviously, uh, in 2019. So he will set he will beat that mark against the Giants specifically. Okay. All right, and then uh, I'm going to put my uh, my prediction money where my mouth is here. I think Shelly Island is going to be open. Well, it's going to be open for a yeah. contract extension, but then closed for opposing receivers in the future in 2023. Write this down. Write this down. Duke Shelley, who is an unrestricted free agent after the season, will get a contract extension with the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah, he's he has done enough. Even if they get smoked or something in a playoff game, I think they have they've found a piece here. Yeah, man. He's only twenty six. He's not he's not that young, but he's also still in his prime. Mm-hmm. So I think they they found a a little bit of a hidden gem. Do I think he's he's graded as like the third best cover corner PFF? Do I think he's that good? No, but if he's even just above average and you can get him on a relative discount, Shelly Island. Open for uh, for financial business starting in March. <laughs> the bank is open. So there you have it. Those are your write-that-down predictions write down. and uh, your accountability session here on Purple Daily. Before we bounce on this show, I just wanted to, 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 to spend a couple minutes. I think it's fun to look at the history of some of these playoff matchups and sort of like what you can avenge or not. I heard as I was combing through... New York sports media last night trying to find some, what are, you know, what are they saying about the Vikings? And we did, like we said earlier, we did a full episode on just playing clips from New York media members savaging the Vikings on the second episode of Purple Daily from today. But on one of the clips that I didn't say for you guys, I heard one of the hosts talking about how, you know, these two teams have a playoff history, a playoff history that's been uh, pretty good for the Giants. Oh. Uh, well, yeah, well, 41 Donut definitely was good for the Giants. They may have cheated by listening to the Vikings uh, play calls and headsets. But I would argue that the 1997 playoff game that doesn't get talked about nearly as often, that kind of sprung the Vikings. Denny Green probably saved his job Maribel with that Maribel. victory. I watched that game back a couple weeks ago on YouTube. It's it's absolutely worth the watch. The Vikings were down by two scores with like a minute and a half left. Touchdown, onside kick, drive, field goal to win the game. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I feel, and I, correct me if I'm wrong, I don't think these two teams have played outside of those two playoff games 
in the last 30 years, right? Or did they, in the early no, 90s, they, did they play they played, once? Yeah, they played in, was it after the 94 season? Okay. They definitely the played, won and it was a game. bad game. Yeah, it was a, yeah. the Giants won it, and Phil Sims. I, I looked this up a couple days ago, threw for like 98 yards. What? Oh, I got it's a terrible, the box score, I do not recall, I'm sure I watched it, I don't recall this game at all, but the box score looks like it was an absolute atrocity, and Patrick said he went to it, and it was as boring as it gets. And it looks boring. So Vikings, this would have been uh Vikings yeah, held a lead, card. like going into the fourth quarter, and then Rodney Hampton rushed for two touchdowns, I think, in the fourth quarter. I think this would have been 1993, because they got beat by the Bears 93 in 1994. Into 94. Yes, 93 into 94. There it is. Oh, my That's God. Yeah, it was, it was so the Giants were 12-4, and four, and the Vikings were 8-8 eight and eight and snuck into the playoffs. The Vikings held is in the Meadowlands. The Vikings held a ten to three lead at halftime of this game, and then yeah, then Rodney Hampton kind of came around. Jim McMahon twelve of twenty five for a buck forty five and a touchdown in this game for the Vikings. Sean Salisbury also came in and was three of nine for forty seven yards. Uh huh. Scotty Graham led the Vikings in rushing with sixty nine rushing yards, and uh, wow. Do you remember that that story? Scotty Graham was he, he played for the Buckeyes in college. He became, I believe, a pharmacist. The Vikings had a bunch of guys hurt. They literally signed him out of the pharmacy. Wow, that's incredible. And and he had like a couple of great games, but it was a great story. This guy's a bleeping. He's filling prescriptions one day and practicing with the Vikings the next. Yeah. Phil Sims went seventeen of twenty six for ninety four yards. Yeah. Twenty six pass attempts, ninety four yards. And then uh, Rodney Hampton ran 33 times for 161 yards. So, so yeah, three playoff games against each other since 1993. But, but I would argue the one that's, the, I mean, 41 Donut gets the most publicity because it was like a springboard for the Giants to go to the Super Bowl and whatnot. But I think the Vikings with one of the great late, steal-it-late steal comebacks, I mean, they kept showing shots of the crowd in 1997 Yep. Giants fans were celebrating. The announcers were sort of plotting the Giants' next game against whoever the opponent would be. Mm-hmm. The Vikings displayed atrocious clock management down the stretch in that game, too. They just they kept huddling with, like, three minutes left, and they somehow found a way. So, but I think, I think that's the more noteworthy historical matchup between these teams in the playoffs, even, even ahead of 41 Donut. Maybe I'm just being a homer. That game that you're referring to, makes me miss the real onside kick. Yeah. Cause that was cause now it was on turf get, too. Yes. And that but I mean that that's back in the day where you could just go in there <laughs> and just maul people. And that onside kick, if you go back and watch that, I miss the ability to at least retain the ball that way. Yeah. Cause you're kicking it was on AstroTurf. The Meadowlands had that concrete AstroTurf. Oh, awful. And the ball just took weird bounces. You could get it to pop up in the air, or you could just kind of rifle it off of a defender's chest. Yep. And and they recovered that ball. And it was just like watching that, because even knowing the outcome, watching it back, you're just like yelling at the TV, guys, come on, go. You know, pick up the pace here, call timeout, and you're yelling at Denny Green. It would have been interesting to have Ventline back in the oh. in the. 1997, uh, 1998, the Randy Moss era, if YouTube yeah. existed. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Jake Reed had a big touchdown catch in that game as well, right? Uh, I believe he did, yes. Yeah. Yep. 
and they were lauding like the two great Vikings receivers and how Jake Reed, because Jake Reed had like four consecutive thousand yard seasons, and yes. the Vikings Vikings offense is full of weapons. Like, yeah, just wait, wait four more months, <laughs> wait for next season. <laughs> yes. So um, it'll be fun to to whatever happens this weekend to add to just some of the historical craziness of Vikings Giants in the playoffs, forty one donut, and the nineteen ninety seven comeback. If you want New York media members savaging the Vikings, if you want your blood pressure to rise up, we gave you another episode of Purple Daily earlier today too, so you can check that out. And uh, tomorrow, I think we do a a state of the offense sort of regular season recap and a look ahead into what could happen in the playoffs and a random Viking of the week as well. Ooh, a lot of pressure. Yep. All right, dudes, that's a wrap. Purple daily, daily Vikings entertainment. We just want the Vikings to win a super bowl before we die. Happy playoff week, everyone.